Hello, welcome to the Mamas Know Best, We Got Something to Say podcast. This is a safe space where mamas can talk openly about their highs and lows of motherhood and to look deeper into who they are as women and their journey into motherhood. We may agree and disagree or cry and laugh, but one thing for sure is we will learn from one another and have a great time. So sit back and enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Mamas Know Best. We got something to say podcast. I'm on with a very special guest, Miss Gentelle of Style Creative Agency. How are you? I'm doing good. Today is Saturday. It's nice and sunny out here in California, so I'm doing oh, pretty good. You're all the way, that's right. You're all the way on the West Coast. I'm on the East Coast and I'm loving that color green. I know the podcast world can't see, but I'm loving that color behind you. I love your, which we're going to get into your style and how it all has come to be, but I love the color aesthetics that you have with all of the things that you do. I love it. Like even your glasses, your jacket, the color back, like it's all, it's all flows. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. It's so funny because uh, someone else just complimented me on like my aesthetic. I did a video of my little office revamp that I just did yesterday. And they're just like, your aesthetic is just like, I love it. And I just get so excited because I used to be horrible at trying to get my aesthetic, like my look that just kind of signifies my brand mm-hmm. and me. And now that I've kind of like finally tapped into it, I've just been going with it. So like all the compliments, I'm just like so excited. No, it looks beautiful. Like I know you're casual, but it just flows. Like it looks awesome. <laughs> I'm like, you're, you're inspiring me. Like you can't see what I'm looking at, but I have like all of my calendars, my vision board in front. So you can't see, but you can see the junk in the back, but you're inspiring me to be like, no, I need to get my stuff together. (laughs) Yay. I love to hear that. Thank you. (laughs) But doesn't that give you, which I know we'll get into, but isn't there something with the feng shui and making your space be a place that you're happy to be at? Yes. I like, I, my post yesterday on my Instagram, I literally spoke to that. Cause it's just like, I finally was able to organize my office because I live with my husband's parents right now. We had to move back in with his parents. So I'm actually like kind of stealing one of their rooms. They like made it my office space. So I'm trying to like make it my own as much as I can. So being able to just really organize yesterday and like, put down like my tablecloth on my table and have all my things and my photo session area, my cricket and just everything organized makes me feel so much better. And it just puts me in a more open creative space. So like coming in here, I'm just like, ah, okay, I can create, I can work. Like it's just so much better. Yeah. It just flows. I think, what do they say? Like a cluttered desk is a cluttered mind, but that's good that they even allowed you to have that space too. So that's awesome. But let's jump into it. So why don't you briefly discuss your motherhood journey? I know you are a mommy. I know you had mentioned this and I don't know if it was from your website or your IG, but I know it's, you had listed that it was difficult to trans- transition into motherhood and marriage. So I want to talk a little bit about that because I had a lot of difficulty with that. My son is three and I think literally maybe within the last six months, I feel like we've like, I'm like, oh, there he is. There I am. It was a lot. So I want to talk about that a little bit. So yeah, so go ahead, introduce yourself, your family, and then we'll we'll jump right into it. Yeah, so I am 32, about to be 33. I got married right before I turned 30. So I was 29 and I have my husband. I just became a new mom this past year in 2020. Like literally right when the pandemic hit, that's when, you know, I was about to give birth like not even two weeks later. So 
I was in that whole situation where we couldn't have family at the hospital. Everything was on lockdown. It was crazy. So I've just been a mom now almost a full year. He'll be one this March 21st. So I'm super excited. That's my sister's birthday. Really? So like transitioning from just being married was one thing. Like I was just getting the hang of it. And then now adding, you know, my little one now, it's been a whole new transition where I'm trying to figure that out. And for you, I mean, you've had three years now and you're just figuring out, you know, your groove of things. And it's just crazy because, you know, we've had to, unfortunately, but blessingly, move back in with my husband's parents. Once the pandemic hit, we both lost our jobs. So, you know, we had to, you know, figure things out. And it's just been crazy trying to deal with that, trying to balance having a baby, trying to balance me starting a new career with my business. My husband, he finally got into his, you know, dream career he's been trying to do with real estate. And it's just been a whole balancing act. And I feel like I'm still trying to figure things out, but it's been easy with the help of his parents and both my parents, like, you know, being able to take our son and watch him whenever we need them to. So I'm still learning. It's still, it's still a thing going. (laughs) May I ask how long you and your husband worked together before you got married? We were together for nine months. Actually, we each other from high school. Oh, wow. Yeah, we actually were just friends. We weren't, it wasn't like anything romantic in high school. Like we were just friends. And some odd years later, I graduated high school in 2006. And then we ended up connecting. Like we always stay connected, but we actually like just really started staying connected on a constant basis in 2016. So, and our birthdays are two days apart. So I'm on March 12th and he's March 14th. Oh, wow. So you guys are both March. And see, my husband's March 29th. Oh, all these March people. Okay, I like it. I like it. Oh, God. And your son is March 21st. Oh, so you all three. Oh, but that's so sweet. But yeah, and look, my husband and I have been together this year 10 years. So this year has been 10 years. We've only been married five years. And then my son came. But let me tell you this because I thought that would help us that we had been together for so, for so long. And the fact that you and your husband knew each other, I'm sure because it builds a foundation, you know of him, you were cool. I thought my husband and I were like this, we had been together. I'm like, okay, when we got married, we were already together five years. I'm like, oh, we got this. And then we had a baby right after we got married. My girlfriends were like, are you sure, you know, you want to try? And I'm like, oh, like, I'm not, we're not, we're not going to get pregnant that fast. And we did. I was pregnant on my honeymoon. Like it literally happened so fast. So my first year of marriage, you know, I was pregnant and all of that. And yeah, it blew my mind because I thought we were so in sync. And I mean, on the values things we are, but as you know, being a mom, everything changes. And if I, I know for me, it was, I want to do it this way. And maybe he wants to do it this way. And I had resentment issues of like, he could go out with his friends, maybe for a drink and I couldn't. I mean, you had the pandemic, so I'm sure that's a whole different conversation to have because you are dealing with all of that. But I'm just saying this to say like, and we had known each other for so long. We had already built our own rhythm and lived together. And it's like this little person comes in and it was like mind blown how like we can completely be on separate parts and me being in my own thing. And it's just now that we're kind of like, I say we, but probably more me. And maybe you feel this too, because now that you're into which we're going to get into style, creative agency, 
and how that has maybe helped you become more of who you are. But I know for me, I was like, what am I doing? Like I've been this career woman and now I'm a mom and what does it all mean of life and all of these things. And I think I was kind of lost in myself. Hence why I felt maybe me and my husband weren't on the same page. So it wasn't until I became more, more of who I am now and more sure of myself that me and my husband are cool. But let me ask, what did you do before you jumped into wanting to start your own business? Which I think is admirable that, you know, you and your husband both took this opportunity and said, okay, look, we're going to pivot, you know, let's, you know, move in with my folks and save money. Let's figure out what we're going to do and then go after your dream. So that's amazing. What did you do before and then tell me, you know, how how you started and what the inspiration was behind it, behind Style Creative Agency. Yeah. So like anyone else, I mean, before the pandemic, I worked out in the world. I had a job like worked in retail for pretty much majority of my working career. I started in retail at age 15 and I pretty much stayed in that. And I, you know, pivoted back and forth between the retail world and then to the corporate world. I got my fashion degree from the artist, or not from art Institute, from Fidum. <laughs> and so my dream was always to have like some huge fashion line, lifestyle brand. Like that has been my aspiration since, you know, the dawn of days. I'm just a creative child. <laughs> so that was like my thing. So I pivoted between like working in different fashion corporate jobs, and then I would end up going back to retail. But before the pandemic hit, I was actually doing merchandising, fashion merchandising for Forever 21 and then Macy's. And then, yeah, and then I actually had gotten an online job doing styling because, you know, with my fashion, I've always liked to style people, make them feel good in their own skin. Like, you know, you always feel your best when you look great. Like, that's just what it is. So I always like to help women like really bring that out and be comfortable and feel beautiful. Growing up, I always got made fun of. I got teased for my style sense, you know, whatever. It's fine. (laughs) It happens, but I just stayed true to, you know, wearing what I like to wear that made me feel good. So I like to bring that to other women as well. So I had an online styling job, but then all of that went south. (laughs) And, you know, I lost my job at this online styling site. They ended up actually closing down, which is crazy because of the pandemic. I mean, most of their clientele was women. And if they're not working, it was kind of like, what was the point? (laughs) So that was unfortunate. So then, you know, I ended up getting let go. So I've always wanted to have my own business, whether it was in fashion, but after having my baby, I really needed something that was going to keep me organized. And I've always been a planner girl. Like I've always had my planners from grade school. I was always that one that was like, I can't wait to get my planner and have my highlighters and my pens. Like just in life, I'm an organized person. Like I need details on details of everything. Like I don't wing much. I don't like to just be sporadic. (laughs) And my husband always talks about me. He's like, you need to be more like water. And I'm like, well, I'm not like water. So (laughs) I need to have things like set. So that's where we kind of like balance each other. Like he's the, let's just do whatever. Let's just go with it. And then I'm the one that's like, okay, no, we need to have some type of structure to this thing. So we balance each other out in that sense. Works out good. So When I created my business, I started with my life journals because I needed something that was going to help me stay organized with like my meal prepping for the week, me trying to get back to working out, just my daily to-do list, 
uh, like something that I could just write in when I had notes. Like I just needed something to keep everything in one spot because I hate having multiple things. And I created my life journal and then I ended up just like selling it to some of my friends. Like, Hey, I have this new thing I'm creating. Like, would you want to buy it just for like a startup cost? And, you know, I just want to get some feedback and see how you guys like it. And surprisingly, like it caught on, like it caught like wildflower. I was really surprised. So after that, I just kind of was like, Hey, maybe, maybe this is it. Maybe this is like what I need to do at this moment. So I ended up just like going with it and here we are today with Star Creative Agency and I have planners and it's just, it's, wow. It's really surprising how much I've grown and how much my business is like really progressing. Let's talk about that on the business side of it, because obviously you come from, from being on an employee sense, right? You worked for someone, you got a paycheck and all of this, you are a consumer in your own way. Now you're pivoting, you create this product it catches on and you're like, wait, I can make this a business. What steps did you take? Did you take any classes to learn bit like to learn things? I know your marketing is amazing. And I know you do have the style sense. Cause like I said, your aesthetics are amazing. The colors, everything kind of flows with the rules that they say of, you know, if you're going to be the lifestyle brand, I don't have that. And when I first started my IG that like frustrated me cause I was comparing and then I'm like, wait a minute, what am I doing? I'm not doing a lifestyle brand. I am Nicole. I connect with people. I build, you know, I, I, that's what I do. And amongst other things, I'm not a lifestyle brand. So focus on what you're doing, but I admire this, the creative part of it. So what did you do once you jumped into it when you created your IG? Like, did you take any courses? Like, tell me, that transition from, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be a businesswoman and what that looked like for you. Well, I had already gotten my degree from the Art Institute with fashion marketing and management. So I kind of already had like that background of knowing what I needed to do, but still like actually putting that to use. Like, I don't know why I couldn't put that for me. It was just like, I could tell other people like, oh, you need to do this. But for me, it was just like, it was a roadblock and it was really frustrating. So I was like, why can't I do this for myself? This should be easy. Like I got a degree in this. Like I don't know why I struggle. And so like, I just ended up following like a lot of different other business coaches and other women that are like in the marketing field and having their own business and just watching how they moved and how they ran their business and how they kind of, you know, got things going for themselves. And then I slowly like started putting that to me. So a lot of it has really just been outsourcing different people that are in it and doing it and actually helping other women do it. So that's been, that was probably one of the key things that I did. I always like to learn and I'm not scared to reach out to people and ask questions. So like even I might DM somebody and ask them if I don't know for sure, or I just want to know something new, a new perspective. So I really feel like that's important for people to know is to not be scared to reach out and ask people for help. Sadly, there's some people that won't be that willing to help and they'll, you know, they always want to sell something and it's like, oh, well, you can join my course and you can learn it there. And it's like starting a business, you don't always have the funds to be able to pay (laughs) that amount that they're charging because it's not always cheap. So you know, sadly, like there won't always be people that will just be like, oh yeah, here you go, girl. Like, this is what I did. Like you can go here. They won't give you at least like a starting point. So I know like for me, 
even I'm still learning every day. Like I'm still trying to progress and try new things. But I've had people like ask me and message me like, hey, like, what did you do to get started? Like, I've been trying to do this. What did you do? Where did you go? And I'm not scared to help people because like if I'm learning something and I know and I have the knowledge, I want to give it to somebody else so they don't have to struggle to, you know, start their own business. Like they're trying to do something for themselves. So that's pretty much what I did. And I'm still moving, shaking and jiving, trying to figure out where my lane is. But that's what pretty much what I did. And I think that's key. And I think any business people you follow, they're like, ask people for help. And girl, I think that's in life in any way, especially if you're a mom, if you're, I know for me, I was maybe one of those women in the beginning, like I had my girlfriends and like, that was it. And I wasn't like the don't sit with us kind of girl. I wasn't because I've always been friendly, but you know, you have your girlfriends and you're like, that's it. You know, like that's, that's it. And I'd be cool. But becoming a mom just opened up my eyes to like how important it is to have relationships. And I think even more so in business, it all ties together because community is everything. Your village is everything. Having people to support you. I've never met so many supportive women in my life on IG. I mean, you and I were talking, I answered your posts and I was like, oh, I'm looking to start my own thing too. And you're like, oh, that's awesome and encouraging work. We don't know each other. (laughs) You're in California. I'm in Florida. Like we don't have any you know, any anything like that. And I find it fascinating that social media allows for that. But I think that is, that's a good point for you to say. Sometimes you just got to reach out to people. That's what I've done with my podcast. That's how I grew it. Because I first started interviewing like friends. And then I was like, wait a minute, I the whole point of this is to share real life women's stories. I can't just have my friends, I have to reach out. So started reaching out to strangers, like, hey, you want to come on my podcast? And you know, I was so amazed that people are like sure of course some kind of ignore you like you do find some of those are like yeah you want to or if it's a if it's a little scam and one of those things but the true ones the true organic you know connections and stuff that have transpired have been amazing so that's a good point that and that you're being honest in that and saying look I, I reached out to these people and said hey what did you do and then from their built inspiration there's one lady that told me she's like you know if I spoke to a marketer And she was like, there's no shame in getting inspiration from someone else. You know, she's like, that's how you grow. And in my mind, I remember being like, no, I need to be completely authentic. And I had told her this and she's like, yeah, but how else do, how else does a Beyonce come if, you know, there's a Tina Turner who she gets inspiration and then evolves into what a Beyonce is or other than what the young people are looking at Beyonce and then a new wave. She's like, that's just life. So to your point, it's like, yeah, that's awesome that you're like, no, I did that. And this is where I'm at. And I'm actually on your IG page now. And I see like your first post is only down is in April of 2020. And look how much you've been able to grow it. Yeah, it's been like, honestly, it still blows my mind. It's just crazy. I don't know. I feel like I got like a sign, you know, people are spiritual or whatever you want to say. I believe in God. And I feel like I was having this moment of him just being like, this is what you need to do. Go for it. And, you know, a lot of times you'll get that voice and you're just like, oh, whatever. That's that's not what I want to do. Like, I could have been like, no, like I want to do fashion. That's not what I went to school for. That's not what I want to do. So I'm not going to do that. But just something kept pushing at me. It was like, just go with it. Like, you see that it's catching on. People obviously need it. And, you know, I have my creative sense. So I'm adding a different aspect to planning, I guess you would say. And I was just like, okay, I'm going to go with it. And, you know, like, here we are today. I just finally hit 700 followers. For some, that's like, oh, whatever, 700. But I'm like, a lot of these people are people I don't even know. 
a lot of my followers, I don't even know. And it's like so amazing. And like you said, building these relationships with people that you don't even know, that's like way across somewhere else. And I think that 2020 really brought that out because a lot of people are so more open to meeting people, having these connections with new people, networking, empowering, like really lifting up and a lot of people that I follow on Instagram, like I can say I don't know them, but I feel like I have like a true relationship with them. And it's crazy because like I can hit somebody up and be like, girl, today has just been a bad day. Like, ugh. and you have that person. They're like, it's OK. You're going to get through it, like rooting you on. And it's like, wow, like this is crazy. <laughs> it is. But I think do you think I think 2020 did that for sure. Like I said, I've never been like a mean girl or anything like that. But, you know, you have your friends and you're like, hey, from afar. But becoming a mom for me, the 2020, the pandemic, I think we went through so much as a country, whether indirectly or directly based on everyone's own thing, whether people have been affected by COVID that I've seen online, people have lost their families, lost jobs. I was laid off during the pandemic. So I get it, you know, so I, I love it. I love the community aspect that social media can bring. Let me ask, what are some of the obstacles that you have faced on a, on a high level? Because I'm sure you had to do manufacturing, you had to pick all of that. And then we'll go into all of the products that you've kind of evolved into. And girl, don't discount your your fashion degree, because I feel like God and yeah, we can, you know, not to get all whatever. But even like with my podcast, when I started my podcast, it just told me to start it. And what that's canal evolved into with me making these connections and going to other things. So this who knows what this turns into with merchandise and how you could then bring in a fashion line into it, which I'm sure you've already thought about. You just needed that door. God was like, look, go this way. Oh, I get chills when I think of how life just kind of comes in full circle like that. But yeah, talk about some of the obstacles you faced and, you know, kind of how you evolved into from a journal into, I see you have your tumblers and things like that. Talk about that aspect of it. I don't know if I really had so many obstacles. I think it was just, me being like a perfectionist in a sense. So like looking at my first journal to like what I have now, like just evolving into that perfection that I like to have, you know, because I always like to put my best foot forward. Being an African-American person in general, you always have to put that much more effort into what you do. And then on top of that, being an African-American woman, it's like you already have stigmas put on you. Like you're not professional. You don't have good products. You need to sell it cheap in order for it to like sell. So I think if anything, it's always me battling with myself to try and be like, I need to keep the bar high. So that way I'm not looked at as lower than what I need to be. So I think if anything, it's just me always trying to progress my products. You know, I had, you know, things that I was buying off Amazon. I still do, but I actually like outsourced and got better products now that I sell like with my planners and just trying to make sure that I'm always evolving my quality and keeping that at the forefront. Because I never want that to be anything as to why someone doesn't purchase from me or whatever the case may be. So if anything, just the obstacle of just getting over being so critical all the time, but still trying to evolve probably is like one of my obstacles, I guess you would say that I've had. 
that's like getting in your own head that's like your own head and your own mind but all of that is very very real the imposter syndrome the thing like you said of unfortunately black women feeling like yeah you have to work 10 times harder i mean i'm a minority so i know the the aspect and, and of course also being a woman of having to push harder and yeah for black women it's even tenfold so that's in your mind that's already the seed is planted there you already have that so now you're like okay i have to go and, and others might say but is that a bad thing in your own mind to push yourself no but it's a horrible thing of where it's coming from that you have to work 10 times harder to then be so it's like one of those like ah Tell me about some of the most rewarding moments that you've had in creating this, which I'm sure there's a million of them. I'd probably say two things would be just the connections I've made with so many women and business women on top of that have been amazing. Like, I love all the women that I'm meeting. One of you, you being one of them. You know, just connecting with just women doing it. Like, it's so amazing. It's inspiring just to see, like, different people's backgrounds and, you know, where they came from to where they are now. That's probably one of the rewarding things about what I'm doing. And then secondly, just, like, the effect that my products is having on people's lives is another thing. It's crazy to think that my life journal was something that I just created because I just need to be organized. That's why I created it. But for somebody else, it was a life thing. Like they needed it for their life to like keep them in a good place because of, you know, 2020 was crazy. So it's yes. like my life journal really helped one of my customers get through 2020, like in a mental wow. capacity. And she like, you know, wrote that on one of, um, her reviews, like just letting me know. And I was just blown away. I was blown away. Like I cried. I was like, wow, like little did I know that this product would help somebody in that capacity. And it's just like how many more people, women particularly, because that's who I'm shooting for, but you never know, you know, a guy might buy it one day, who knows, but to know that, you know, my product can help somebody in that way is just like, wow. So it's like, it's, it makes me happy that I did push through with this idea and like produced it because it's, you know, it's making a change in people's lives. So that's, that's really awesome. That's awesome. And tell me, how's it been being with your little one? Cause I know you do have help. So before I ask you where you see style creative agency in the next three to five years, before we go that route, why don't you tell me how's it been being home and having your little guy and balancing all of this starting a business and being a mom to a baby Ooh, he's not even he'll be a year Ooh, yeah so how's that been <laughs> Ooh, girl yeah it's been great it's been nice that you know at the beginning when he was first born since me and my my husband both weren't working we were able to have that like bonding quality time with our first kid like that was really a good thing that came out of 2020 but, you know, it's been great having him and watching him grow and progress. Like he is a little ball of energy, I swear. Like <laughs> it's only going to grow. It's only going to grow. It's crazy. Like just to see like his his learning and how he's like connecting things. It's so crazy to me, like to see this little human like developing and getting his skills mm -hmm. and He's eating solid foods now and like seeing like his interest of what he likes and what he doesn't like and his characteristics, you know, coming through in a sense. So it's been nice in that sense. And then trying to, you know, have a business now with a little one. 
that's been interesting. I mean, I post some little behind the scenes on my page, like showing me trying to, you know, have him in the office with me and trying to keep him like entertained, but still trying to fulfill orders. And Coco Melon has been a lifesaver. <laughs> I just want to say that I feel like anybody with a kid these days that's younger, Coco Melon is like the saving grace. But at the same time, it's a curse because you can't get the songs out of your head. Oh my gosh. I must say though, my favorite song on there is probably their class pet, Jelly Bean. Like that's, that's my favorite. I don't even, well, it's been so long. We, we've, we've went from Coco Melon to Blippy, from Blippy to now, well, actually from Blippy to PBS Kids. So that's Molly Denali, Arthur. You remember Arthur? Yes. Yeah, oh my gosh. They still have that around? They do. Clifford, Wild Kratz, which maybe your son, I mean, I think it's a boy thing. They, it's a really cool show that it, it, they're like two brothers that go into the wild so they talk about animals it's a learning thing and superheroes so girl I, I haven't listened to Coco Melon we've just evolved but it's a lot of superheroes superheroes Avengers Hulk Spider-Man that's that's where we're at now okay I mean I kind of can't wait to get into that phase because I'm starting to get tired of Coco Melon tired of Coco Melon <laughs> Well, try PBS Kids. PBS Kids has some cool stuff because he'll be a year. Yeah, they have some cool cartoons because it's it's a little bit. I when I realized with Coco Melon, I'm like, okay, we need to because he was loving it. And I'm like, okay, we need to get some educational things up in here too. Sesame Street, of course, we like Mickey Mouse too, but PBS Kids seems to be good because I can put the channel on, especially when it's a bunch of kids stuff, and he'll be okay. And I mean, there's Paw Patrol, which I'm sure he'll get into too, and you'll know about Paw Patrol and goodness, PJ Masks. Blaze the fire truck. It's all these things or truck that evolves. I'm trying to get him onto something else. I'll be putting on other things like just going through Netflix, trying anything with cartoons, something, something else. But he doesn't. He'll watch it for two seconds and then be like, okay. "All right, I don't, I don't want to do this." Well, Coco, well, they do. They have such catchy songs. I start singing the songs. Like I'm saying, no, Coco Melon is such like a deed, and it's so nice. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious! Oh, yes. But that's, that's awesome that you're able to balance that and that you are home with him. I think, yeah, I think a lot of moms that I've talked to, their silver lining has being home with their little ones. I had to go back to work after three months and that's probably one of my, not, I don't want to say regret, but because I am a, a worker, I love working, but it was so difficult for me. I think that was one of the reasons why my husband and I did have such a thing because I wasn't over that of having to go to work and kind of balance that anxiety of him being home with a stranger and then going to school. So there was a lot of that. So that's good that that, that silver lining is there so where do you see style creative agency three to five years from now what what do you envision that i still want to incorporate my passion so i'm slowly gonna wean that in there i just want to make it to where you know my whole aspect is providing things that will help keep mompreneurs organized but in style so you know, I want to eventually have some type of either styling service available. I want to have some merchandise available. I want to have everything. So it's like a one-stop shop for the mompreneur. One less thing you have to worry about. You can just go to one place, get your planner, get your notebooks, get your organizational stationary things, and then get your outfit together because, you know, People are still working out in the world, but once it really gets back to normal, please, Lord, <laughs> get back to normal as much as it can. You know, people are going to be going back out to work, so they need to, you know, look the part of whatever they're doing, especially with these, you know, mompreneurs having started their businesses in 2020. 
by then having it probably further, they're going to be going out visiting clients or doing whatever they're doing. So I definitely want to have a whole lifestyle situation. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, you're definitely on it. Like, like I said, your colors, your aesthetics, I love it. And actually I need to purchase, I, you had put a tumbler up there and I was like, Oh, I keep forgetting. I was like, I need to purchase one of those. Cause they are, they're so pretty and so nice. Like your design aspect of it, like you definitely have an eye. So that's, that's awesome. And I think when you have that and you're true to who you are, like, yeah, you can't ever lose with that. You know, you stay true to who you are and you have that only go up from there. What are you most looking? Well, I think I know, but <laughs> what are you most looking forward to in 2021? And what do you want to bring with you into this year from 2020? And what do you want to leave behind in 2020? Starting with leaving behind, we'll go there. So <laughs> pretty much what I want to leave behind in 2020 is probably my worry and anxiety that I kind of went through in 2020 with everything that transpired with COVID and just me and my husband as far as our living situation and all of this like negative energy that kind of surrounded me last year. It was a lot. I wouldn't, I don't know that I would say that I went through depression, but I feel like I had some tendencies or something of depression happening. And it was just really taking me like in a dark place. And not to say that I was like considering anything, doing anything to myself, but it's just like that heaviness that was on me from last year. It was a lot. It was a lot. So I definitely want to leave that in 2020. And I feel like I've kind of came out of that coming into 2021. because I was like, I can't like that. That was horrible. I don't want that to follow into this year because I don't want that to weigh me down and ultimately just kind of bombard my mind, essentially possibly stopping me from, you know, doing my business and progressing and whatever else. So I want to definitely leave that behind in 2020. And 2021, I definitely want to bring in a new mindset of, you know, wanting to still connect and build more relationships with people and just being more positive, having an optimistic outlook on life constantly, just staying grateful. I feel like that's kind of like my thing right now. Like, just trying to be grateful for even just the littlest things of like me being able to walk, me being able to breathe, me being able to have a roof over my head, still being able to have food. Being healthy. Yes, that part exactly. Like just that I'm healthy and that I have my family and that thank God nothing has came to my family and took anybody out. I mean, I did have a few of my family members that did catch COVID. And that was like, whoo, man, I got scared. Of course, you see what's happening. That's your automatic reaction. Like, oh, no, it's real. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, it got scary at one point, but everyone's OK now and everyone's getting better. So I'm glad. So, you know, just being thankful and having a better mindset for 2021 is like what I want to bring in this year. And that's all, you know, with your husband, how has that been with you two working at, well, you said, cause you guys been home with the baby, him starting his own business, I guess it must be a great feeling of both of you kind of guys like supporting each other into him being like, okay, I'm going to go into the real estate, the real estate world of this and follow that aspect of it. How has that been between you two? That's been, you know, a good transition. I'm just really excited that he's actually doing something that he's been wanting to do because he's been talking about wanting to do this since we got together. And even before then, like this has just been something he's always wanted to do. 
So I'm just really excited that, you know, that came out of 2020 that he ended up getting let go from his job because at that time, like he probably wasn't thinking about leaving to try and do real estate. It was like, you know, I still got to work. I need to keep money coming in, keep a roof over our head, things of that nature. And that just kind of eliminated that worry and it pushed him to move forward. Like, okay, this is the time that I need to do it. So I'm just really excited he's been able to do that. And before he got started, he was like, do I have your permission to like go full force with this? Because it's like, I'm going to have to be the one that's going to be holding the house down in a sense and taking care of our son and still trying to do my business and still trying to do all these other things. And I was just like, you know what, go ahead, do what you got to do. I'll help if you need any help with anything. So I'd make like his flyers and I'll print things out for him whenever he needs like the help when he can't get it done. Cause he works, now he works a night job. So he'll go and do like cleaning. Oh, wow. At one of our local churches with his uncle. So he's doing his real estate during the day and then he's going to go work at night. So he's, you know, still trying to bring some money in and <laughs> do what he needs to do, but he's still trying to push to get his real estate. So it's been, crazy trying to you know transition into that me just trying to find a balance of pushing through and still getting stuff done around the house and still running my business being able to fulfill orders and still being able to take care of my son and watch him feed him and do all this so you know I have my days where it's like I get it done and I be feeling like a superhero like yes like I got laundry done I got this done he's been taken care of I fulfilled orders like and then there's days where it's just I can't work on anything at all today I'm just not (laughs) I'm not in the space and I just end up you know not being able to work on orders sometimes like all week sometimes until like one day where I get a day to really work I'm still trying to like just give yourself grace during those moments. All the moms I've talked to, whether they've created businesses, whether they're working and trying to do other things, whatever it is, everything's been just give yourself grace and it's progress, not perfection. I think when your body's telling you, you need to slow down, you need to slow down. I think we all have this thing as moms where we have to be like superwoman all the time because we usually are even just. I feel like even when we just get up, it's like, look, let's just get enough enough, even though we have like 20 million things and we get one thing done makes a super women. But I know that feeling of when, yeah, when you're tackling things on your list, when you're putting it in your journal, you're like, okay, I have this done, plan this. And you're like, I am badass. But it's still also badass to sometimes be like, I need a freaking break. And if it takes a few days, it takes a few days. I'm always like a firm believer, like if I, especially if I'm going through something, like I'll give myself 24 hours to kind of like just let it go, cry, whatever it is to be kind of like feeling sorry for myself. And then I kind of pick myself up. But if I'm tired and I need a couple of days, I need a couple of days. And I'm like, laundry will get done when it gets done. And then, yeah, you pick yourself up again and then you go, go, go. Like, that's just what it is. And kudos to your husband. I always, I love all the women that I've talked to on here. And, you know, it truly is the saying, you know, what is it? Like behind every great man is a great woman and vice versa. All the women that I have spoken to, especially the mompreneurs that have created businesses or done whatever, especially some of the old that I call my older OG moms, you know, that have like older kids and all that. And they've been married a long time. They all have great husbands that kind of supported them and were like, look, if this is what you want to do or why are you pushing yourself this way when you know you should be doing this way? 
but whatever it is about women, we have the fear, we're more like, no, whatever it is. And, you know, it's like that one person in our life and all of, all of them that I've heard has always been the husband. So kudos to your husband and for him for kiss, kicking ass. Like, look, I'm going to still make money here, but pursue this on the side. So, right. Yeah. Definitely one thing I do want to say, like, my husband has been like, you know, my cheerleader on the side. Like I'll try and like, I don't have a working partner. Like I don't have a business partner. So it's always just me trying to think of these things. And so I'll usually throw things at him like, hey, what do you think about this? Or what do you think I should do with this? Or how do you think of this design? Like, and there'll be times where he'll be like, yeah, sure. Like, but then other times, like he'll actually give like his feedback. Be like, no, like maybe you should like do this. Or have you ever looked into this before? Like, he is like my little cheerleader. He'll post my things on his page. And, you know, sometimes he's helped me like package orders and sometimes like checked in to be like, hey, like, do you need help with something? So he's definitely, you know, been cheering me on. And like before I've done numerous business like ventures, like I've been, I guess, a small business owner since like 2009. And I've had, you know, different things I've done. And I always had this thing where it was like, if I don't get this instant gratification in a sense where I get like a million orders and I blow up, I end up just like putting it to the wayside. And I'm like, okay, well, that's not a good idea. Nobody likes it. Once I had my son, something just clicked and I was like, okay, I can't stop anymore. Like I need to stick with this and I need to go with it. And I remember one day my husband was, we were coming home from somewhere and we were parking in front of the house about to get out. And he was like, you're doing this thing like you need to stick with it don't stop just keep going with it and don't give up and I just kind of looked at him because it came out of nowhere and I was just like okay (laughs) I will so I think like ever since I just keep telling myself I can't give up I can't give up because you know you have those days where you don't get any orders or you have a week where you don't get any orders it gets frustrating because it's like, are people liking my stuff? Like, am I doing the right thing? And then you start second guessing yourself. And it's just so many things go through your mind, but I have to keep going. So I kind of like taught myself to have like celebration moments for the small things, like my 700 followers. I'm celebrating to kind of like keep myself motivated to be like, okay, I met a milestone, like now on to the next one, what can I reach? So I think that's really been helping me in this progress. So my husband has been great in that sense that's awesome yeah let's give a shout out to all the husbands out there keep doing your thing and to any men if men listen to my podcast i don't know maybe yeah support your support your ladies guys because i think it's true i think when women support their man men feel like they can do anything and vice versa if you're married you want your partner i feel like if not if you don't have your partner's blessing and it's not like you're asking permission but it's like they have to be on board because if they're not it's never gonna work you know, it's just not going to work. So that's awesome. Okay, so let's get to my favorite part, which is my quick little get to know what's a favorite book of yours or one that you think that a listener should really read? Mine as of recently would be Relationship Goals by Pastor Mike Todd. Oh, okay. So relationship Goals, so it's all about marriage and all of that good stuff? Primarily, yes, but no. It also just touches on just relationships in general, whether it's like a business relationship or a friendship relationship, just relationships in general. But of course, like the underlining is more of a romantic type relationship. Yeah, I think we, we do tend to think like our relationship is like our marriage or the, the, the our significant other. And it's like, but there's so many other important relationships in our life. And if you're having a business, you want to know how to have connections with people and do those kind of things as well. What are you grateful for today? 
we already touched on it, but my family and health. What has motherhood taught you? Probably that self-care is really important. So important. (laughs) I've learned to be like, okay, no, I need a day. Like I can't today. I need to like shut down, rejuvenate, do something that's going to lift me back up and get me back rejuvenated. And then I can kind of like go back into it. So that's been my major thing. (laughs) So my next question to that is what do you do to refill your cup and recharge? As of lately, it's been pretty much like to pamper myself, just having time to either like take a really long shower or a nice bath. I like to have my coffee or my tea putting on like my music and being able to zen out and just kind of like not think about anything. Yoga has been kind of been a new thing I've been doing on Sundays with my best friend. We do like a meditation yoga in the morning. Yeah. And then we go over our planning for the week. So that's been kind of like a new thing that I've liked to kind of like help get me ready for the week and recharge to go and lighting candles. Yeah. The scent is not like a good, a nice smell. Advice or wisdom you hope your son will always follow? Probably to not be afraid to be yourself and to be a leader, not a follower. Any final thoughts to the podcast world? To be grateful for the small things in life, anything small, and to pursue anything that's going to fulfill you mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, just to keep you going and in a good headspace in life that would probably be my best (laughs) yeah no I love it thank you so much for coming on for sharing your truth for sharing your story for sharing you know kind of into your entrepreneurship journey of style creative agency I don't even know how we followed oh I think I do know how we followed each other it was through um millennium boss mom or um millionaire Yes. She's another cat. It's funny. I reached out to her to come on my podcast and I never heard anything back. I sent her an email, but I know she's got over a hundred thousand followers and that's like my goal. And that's in my moments. Like I'll reach out to someone if they don't respond. I'm like, Oh my God, they're not responding. And my husband's like, just keep asking people. But I know she's really busy, but yeah, I had reached out to her and yeah, that's it. That is the account that we, um, and I do stuff like that too. I think I think, like you said, having passion for something, no matter what it is, you just got to keep going because all it takes is that one little thing. And if God kind of puts you here to do it, it's going to work. You just got to keep following the path with it. So thank you so much for coming on, for sharing your truth, for sharing your journey. And I'll be following you on Instagram. Excited to see your journey and to see how far Style Creative Agency goes. Yay. Thank you for having me. It was so great. And thank you to everyone that listened. I hope you enjoyed. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So tell everyone how they could follow you and where they can go. Yes, on Instagram, uh, Style Creative Agency, Facebook, name, Style Creative Agency. And then my website, (laughs) www.stylecreativeagency.com. Awesome. All right, Gentelle, it was a pleasure. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Mamas Know Best, We Got Something to Say podcast. Please share this episode, download it, rate, review, and subscribe to my show if you haven't already done so. And tune in next time to hear another fierce mama share her motherhood journey. Continued blessings to you all for love and light.